0: Welcome to our Thursday Thoughts, a weekly podcast brought to you by Bainology and Leadership Logistics, LLC. I am your host, Jeff Bain. Each week, we will highlight a leadership element from my 45-year career of striving for excellence. I will offer you my pondering thoughts on my experiences both with unique opportunities and significant challenges. For the next few minutes, I encourage you to sit back Relax and reflect on how you might best enhance your leadership skill set. This week's Bainology Podcast is part two of a three part series related to the rationale of why I chose the three specific core values that I live by professionally and personally. Last week, we talked quite a bit about confidence and how it's kind of the tone setter of how you interact with others and sometimes how they interact with you. And this week, we're going to talk about composure. And if I can use a cookie as an example, I might add a little twist to it here. I see composure as the cream in the middle of an Oreo cookie. Because my three core values are confidence. Composure and character. And I believe that if you have the highest confidence and then the strongest character, but you have no composure with your interactions, then you really have lost all of your winnings that you gained through being a person with strong confidence and strong character values. I really believe that composure is that important in your core values. And if I can step back a little bit and talk about our core values or sometimes the lack of core values and how they are essentially the way that we prepare our life and how we live and react toward others, that these core values are the first step in recognizing who you are, your identity, your strengths, your weaknesses, your preferences, your aspirations, and your friends at you surround yourself with. As I had said before, my, personally, my core values are character, confidence, and composure. And collectively, those three bring what we all try to be the champion in our life, whether it's a champion at home, a champion in our workplace, a champion in our church, a champion in our community. I really believe your core values set that. So I challenge you and ask you to think hard and long about and setting those and writing those down. And a little bit about composure. I think that composure is exposed by four kinds of emotions. You've got happiness and you've got sadness. and You've got fear and you've got anger. All of those. You kind of think about happiness, sadness fear, and anger. How do you handle those? Each of those are differently associated with three core effects, and those are flex reward, they reflect punishment, and they reflect stress. So making good decisions as it reflects these things, happiness, sadness, fear, and anger, as you respond to them, Your brain has to have good information, and sometimes your emotions give you bad information. So you've got to think smart and be smart. You seek input, make good decisions the first time, and your ability to successfully manage your composure will directly impact, I really believe, your ability to lead people and have a happy home life. Work life and community life. I was always a person that had the highest respect for officiating as a a player and as a coach and as the athletic director. But I'll tell you, there was one time that I actually challenged an official in a call of game to the point I called timeout and stopped the game. Uh, So I guess you would call it a lack of composure. But I think you might enjoy this story. It was a very big football game that we had. It was a home game. The head linesman, or I'm sorry, but the head official was a gentleman who had ended up having one of the biggest careers of TWSAA. I think he officiated 50 years. And in this particular game, his son was one of the officials with us, a side official. And as the game got going with the big rivalry early in the game, we ran a little option play. Quarterback broke the line of scrimmage. Our tailback stayed in the perfect position out to his right. As the defender came up, the quarterback lateral the ball to the tailback, and he ran down and got knocked out of bounds like at the one-yard line, almost scored, setting the tempo early for the game, like a fifty-yard run. It was great. Our fans went nuts, and all of a sudden, I see a flag laying on the ground. So I look up, and the official comes over, and he goes, "That was a forward lateral." Pat, I said, "Pat, there's no way that was a forward lateral," and he gave me the definition of exactly what he saw. To the point I realized, okay, he's not going to give an inch on this conversation. And he really can't. The flag is already laying on the ground. And so I called time out. He goes, yeah. I said, tell your daddy come over here a minute. And he said, what? His dad was head official. I said, tell your dad I need to talk to him. He said, okay. He calls timeout for me. Dad comes over. He says, uh, Jeff, you got a problem? And I've got like five problems with this call. He said, really? I said, there is no way that that was an illegal forward pass. And Pat kind of nods his head like he's listening to me and wasn't going to say anything else. So I said, I just kept talking. I said, and you do realize this is a huge rivalry game. He goes, yeah, he said, it's probably the one, biggest one y'all have played in a while. I go, yes, sir. I said, and it's a home game. It's a, our fans are excited and it is a big home game. And we really can't have the flags on the field being the deciding factor. And I thought that sounded real good. He goes, yep, yeah, I agree with all that. I said, and the flag is on our sideline of all things, a home game and our sideline, and it comes out. And he nods his head yes, and I'm kind of waiting for it to say something. And he goes, well, Jeff, you said there was five things. You've only said four. I said, well, most importantly, I said, Pat, your son is my friend. And he laughed. He goes, I'll make sure I put those five things in my report. Have a good game. And he goes off. And so I'm sitting there and pat winks at me. And so I learned then that really, you know, if you're going to challenge something, you better be a little bit more prepared than I was. Uh, so that reinforced why I'm never going to challenge officials. I'm never going to be in a position to kind of, quote, lose my composure. Or I have to do that. And once the play's gone, it's over. So that's kind of a funny story I wanted to share with you. I'd like to bring on my good friend, Darren Wilson. Dr. Darren Wilson does two things greatly, or three if you want to count a friendship. He is the athletic director at Georgia Gwinnett. He shared some time with us last week as his role really with us, also as a life coach for men. So he has a great insight on some of these topics that we're talking about. And I'm going to invite Dr. Darren Wilson now to share a few words with us and his understanding of the importance of composure in your lifetime. Darren, the microphone is yours.
1: So let's talk about how you maintain composure. We've all seen and been in high-level stress situations where maybe it took all we had to be able to maintain our composure. And composure is simply being able to stay calm under pressure. That's how I define composure, being able to stay calm under pressure. So what are some things you can do to stay calm when you need to maintain your composure in a high stress situation? So I want you to remember this. This is the tool I'm going to give you this week. And you can use the acronym STOP, S-T-O-P. The S is for stop. It's to actually tell yourself to stop. To pause, to disengage from the situation, and to notice where you are in the moment. So actually, physically stop. What happens is a lot of times people get so wound up in trying to calm themselves down or so wound up with the situation that's going on, they never take the time to pause. Or to stop. So I want you to pause. I want you to disengage from the situation, and I want you to notice what's going around, what's going on around you. So that's the S. The T. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath, and then take another, and then take another. I want you to take three distinct deep breaths. Notice that. Notice you breathing in and out. I want you to do it and and calm your breathing. Focus on your breathing for about 15 seconds. Take those first initial three and then focus on your breathing for about 15 seconds. You will find that if you can sit in that moment for 10 to 15 seconds, the temperature in the room will drop. You will begin to think more clearly when that will right allow you to begin to maintain your composure so s is for stop t take a deep breath o observe observe what's going on in your body observe your emotional state notice your heart rate notice where that is notice how you are heightened in your in your brain, in your thinking. Notice what you are thinking. Just being able to change that thought in that moment will help you, right? But observe, see what's going on around you. Observe yourself and how you're responding in this moment without judgment. That can be very hard to do because we want to judge ourselves. Even when we're noticing what we're doing, why we're doing it, we like to judge ourselves. We can be our harshest critic, so I want you to do it without judgment. And then the P is for proceed. You actually move forward and you're able to have that interaction. You're able to have that conversation because now you've got your feelings in check. You have been able to lower that heart rate. You've been able to see clearly around you. And now you can respond To that person or you can respond to that situation and you'll be able to do it in a calm, cool and collected way. Why so many people can't maintain their composure while they lose it is because they don't truly have control of themselves. And for your emotional maturity to really be where you want it to be, you need to have ultimate control of yourself yourself. At all times. So remember, how do you keep your composure? Stop. S is actually stop, disengage from the situation. T, take a deep breath, then another, then another. Breathe, notice your breathing, focus on your breathing for 15 seconds. O, observe, observe what's going on within you. This is not outward, this is inward with no judgment. And then P, actually. Proceed. Proceed with the conversation. Proceed with the incident that you're dealing with. And you will notice when you do this that your whole body will just begin to calm down.
0: Thank you, Darren. Boy, I love your analogy of stop, S-T-O-P. I recommend as we wrap up here that you don't allow your lack of composure aka your impulsive emotions, don't allow those to speak for you. Because words and reactions, as you know, can be much sharper than knives, causing both temporary and permanent wounds that sometimes they're deep enough that they don't heal. Uh, So we must understand that events are going to happen and unexpected events are going to happen, and we can't control them all. In fact, some of them actually control us at times. And that's when you need your strongest composure. However, you know, we can control how we respond to these unexpected things. And as Darren said, instead of making irrational reactions to things, take the deep breath and decide on responses that best align with our core values. And when doing so, the outcome will be much better the more meaning happiness both for us and for everyone else around us. And to do this, we must train ourselves as well as we can to anticipate these challenges as they come upon us with the maximizing our composure and confidence. Thank you for joining us and sharing your valuable time. We hope that we were able to provide you with at least one golden nugget takeaway to help enhance your leadership foundation. If I can be of any assistance to you or my team to help you or your organization, please visit us at leadershiplogisticsllc.com. We would be honored to have the opportunity to assist you in building and reflecting a strong brand. An investment in your brand is an investment for your success. Excellence is a choice, a mindset, executed every day, with a plan and with a purpose. There are no off days in building your brand. Thus, every day is game day.